Hey everyone, and welcome to the South Carolina Grower Exchange Podcast. Every week, agents, specialists, and growers from around the state chat about what's happening in the field and discuss the latest crop weather, insect, disease, and weed issues, as well as timely reminders and information related to fruit and vegetable production in South Carolina. Remember, you can read weekly field updates and register for upcoming events by visiting the SC Grower blog at scgrower.com. All right, it is Tuesday, April 13th. Um, we are had a nice warm week last week, and I think everybody's probably gotten a chance to do some really good assessment on cold damage and um and just how that actually affected our crops. Uh, we'll just go around and give an update of the crop report for this week. Um, Zach, you can go ahead and go first. Tell us what's happening in your area. Yeah, I think um, we escaped most of the um, frost freeze damage a couple of weeks ago. You know, we've had, you know, 10 or, well, I guess 10 or 12 days now to kind of assess things. Um, it did slow some crops down like tomatoes and our melons and cantaloupes and cukes and stuff. Um, but we had very few fields that we've had to replant um, because of that. But we did get some burn, you know, on leaf margins and younger leaves. But um, anyway, the plants are growing out of it, look to be on track. Um, I have seen this week in strawberry um, and, and in the tail end of last week, a huge uptick in spider mite populations. Um, I'm seeing, well, I'm seeing the two spotted spider mite. Um, but when you're scouting, you may see a translucent mite with two black spots. That's obviously the, the two-spotted spider mite. But you could also see some red mites all over the leaves as well. Um, these red mites are also two-spotted spider mites. Um, but coming out of the winter or colder stages when they aren't feeding as much, um, coming out of a diapause, um, you'll see this kind of red form of the two-spotted spider mite. So if you see those, you know, count those as your, as your two-spotted spider mite, kind of keep your thresholds in mind. And, and um, you know, as it's warming up, you really need to take into consideration what kind of farm you are. If you're a U-pick and you're open every day, um, you might need to go ahead and put out an application if, you're, if your mite levels are high. If you're more of a commercial grower where you're not U-picking, you know, you might could wait a little longer um, to spray depending on how many uh, spider mites you have out there. Um, also have, have gotten a bunch of calls this week on our well root rot in strawberry where some plants are wilting down. Um, if you cut those open, you'll see kind of a reddish colored center um, in the uh, center of the crown of the plant. Um, send these off to the lab to make sure you get positive ID. But what I'm seeing lately is phytophthora root rot. Um, and it's typically in like patches and lower areas or heavier areas of the field, um, or even in areas where maybe the drip tape got nicked um, and you got some flooded areas to where that pathogen um, got on the plants. I think with the plants being loaded up as they are now, um, they're really stressed. And so that pathogen is kind of taking hold um, there. So seeing that, good news is we're cutting really good broccoli. The broccoli crop looks really good. Um, greens look really good. Um, our diamondback populations are, are down right now, uh, which is good. Um, and I've gotten a few calls about onions this week blooming. Um, 
And so what I've asked the growers is, you know, what variety of onions did you plant? Uh, there's two basic varieties. There's short day onions and then there's long day onions. The short day onions are what we should be growing um, here in, in South Carolina. Long day onions are typically grown up north. So if you planted a long day onion, um, they're a lot more um, susceptible to early bolting or flowering. Um, and so in most cases, that's what I'm seeing now. If you did grow a short day variety, which we should be growing here, and you have the bolting that's going on early, it could be due to the, the warm weather we had and then it got really cold and then now it's warm back up again. So the plant is kind of stressed. It doesn't really know what it should be doing. Once it sends up that scape um, to go into flower mode, there's nothing you can do to get that plant to go back to growing and sizing up. That, it's like a switching a light on and off. When that light um, gets switched on to make flowers, that's what that onion's gonna do. And it's best if you just go ahead and harvest those onions, sell them as is, um, because they will never size up and they will not store well um, if you, you know, keep trying to cut the flower stalks off. So just some, just some things I've seen um, this week and heard from around the county. But um, overall, I think things are looking good. And I'm thankful myself for some warmer weather. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some um, there's some good pictures on the blog that um, that Zach put on there this week of kind of what the strawberry plants he's talking about looks like. And if you were to cut into the crown, that discoloration that um, that you would see. Justin, what's happening in the Midlands? Oh, weather's been quite warm. It's been really nice. Um, but the air has been super dry, so gray mold is pretty low in our strawberries. Uh, spider mites are pretty low here right now also. Um, so everything's looking really good, and, and our growers started picking on a pretty wide scale this week and opened up new picks, and they've been crowded so far. So it's good that they're finally getting some sales. Um, but everything's looking really good. Strawberries, you know, Early season berries are always the biggest. So we've got lots of nice big berries on the plants right now and tons of blooms coming on still. I am starting to see a few thrips feeding on flowers and fruit here and there. Uh, so it's something we need to keep an eye on there because we've seen more and more thrips pressure over the last couple of years, it seems like. Uh, brassicas are doing well. The warm weather over the last week has really made them jump. They're growing super fast. Uh, caterpillar populations are low right now. Um, so just something to keep an eye on there that can change in a, in a heartbeat. Um, cucurbits are starting to go in the ground. Got a lot of folks seeding those now. Um, we did see some cold damage on sweet corn, uh, but it was all small enough that it's just superficial damage. We don't expect to have to replant anything. Um, but the weather's had them growing really well too. They're coming out of the ground super fast and growing well. Um, so overall, everything's looking pretty good here. Disease is low, insects are low for now. Yielding well so far, looking good. Well, that's good news for us. Rob, how about, 
how about down in your area? What you got going on? Firstly, apologies for being a little late on today. One or two technical glitches. Um, generally speaking, we survived the cold weather very well down here. I've got a few growers who've replanted watermelons that were transplanted two weeks ago, two weeks before the freeze event last week. Uh, so there's very small areas of that been replanted. Generally, any watermelons that were in the ground uh, are recovering quite nicely from any burn to the edges of the leaves. And we're starting to see some runners forming. So fungicides will be, be starting to be applied to protect against gummy stem blight and those cucurbit diseases. Cantaloupes are a little bit further behind than we were seeing last year, and that's predominantly due to cooler conditions. They'll quickly catch up, um, and these are direct seeded that were put in about three weeks ago. Uh, so no effect of any freeze impact on there. The fruit crops in the area are looking really good. Yields are very strong with very good, very good uh, quality berries. Disease remains fairly low. However, I'd echo what Zach saw, but I would just like to add that I'm seeing more spider mites where growers use road covers rather than icing for freeze protection. Um, blueberries, blackberries, peaches are all looking, looking really well and look like we escaped the worst of the damage. So things are looking very positive in this area. Those are the things that we want to really take care of. So 
even though, again, you might not have a harvestable crop or much of a harvestable crop, you still want to keep up with the copper sprays. Um, Cap 10, which we've talked about a couple different times, people are having kind of starting to have some trouble finding it because of a little bit of a shortage. I have heard where um, our larger places that do carry it, the price has gone up a little bit. So um, that's unfortunate, but um, keeping those, those copper sprays, um, keeping that cap 10 on a 14 day interval, um, just to kind of keep all that disease problems at bay. We're not really worried about scab and brown rot because most of those fruit that are damaged from the cold hopefully fall off. Um, one of the other concerns is that some of those fruitlets that are on there now are damaged and they're not going to develop into a sellable fruit, but they're gonna hang on to the tree. Um, so that can kind of cause problems because it can be an inoculum source so in some cases, if those fruitlets hold on, they still might have to go through the field and basically knock them off just as if they were doing a fruit thinning. So we're just keeping an eye on that right now. Um, but for the most part, you know, the damage is okay. Um, we're still looking like we're on track to have a good peach crop this season. Um, just a few varieties here and there got nipped a little bit too much, so. Now, other than that, um, just getting a lot of kind of miscellaneous calls about all different things. I guess tis the season. But if anybody, anybody have anything else for the week? The only thing I have, Sarah, is just encourage growers to stay on top of scouting um, getting out in the field, um, you know, in spring. I know it's a very busy time of the year. Some crops are coming off, some are going in the ground. Management, management of people, you know, there's just a million things to do. And to me, this time of year for the next month is where I see a lot of problems develop because, you know, we're so uh, pressed for time and, and really, you know, sitting down and considering what needs to be done uh, what has to be done and what should be done um, this time of year can really pay dividends in May and in June when we're harvesting. So um, again, I know there's a lot going on, but but stay on top of your, uh, you know, your good um, uh, field protocols, scouting, spraying, um, and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, if we are all good with all the reports, then I'll let everybody get get to lunch or get on with the rest of their day and enjoy the nice weather out there. So thanks, y'all, for sharing today. Appreciate it. Thanks for hosting, Sarah. Hey, are we ready to go live with the podcast? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got um I think we've got enough 
that we definitely could. Okay. I got the tab on the SC grower ready. We just need to put links on it whenever they're All right. available. Um, do you want to do work with Carrie? Oh, go ahead and get on SC grower, work with Carrie uh, to do some like advertisement stuff, and then we'll send it out in like a big email. Well, I'll send it out in my grower list, and I guess y'all could do it to y'all's. And then somebody could contact Denise and get her to do a story for us. Um, whoever wants to wrangle that bull. But I do think a little You're press. I'll do that. Okay. She's my friend. I'll call her. Okay. So, so you're going to talk to Denise. Um, who's going to talk to Carrie? There, I, I hate to put it all on I you. Talk to Carrie, but I don't. Um, her and her and Justin are kind of. They're good at putting stuff on the blog, but I'll talk to Carrie about doing like some other advertisements. Okay. Good deal. And Sarah, when you feel comfortable with everything. Will you let everyone know so we can push it? Yeah. Because like I said, I think the ones with um, Dr. Kindness and then we have Dr. Milgar did it last week. And then we have a, um, I think those are good ones to kind of push out and advertise. Yeah. Um, Am I mistaken or was there already a banner of some sort designed for this? There was, I think Chase designed it, Sarah, or Chase or Carrie won because it's it should match the logo that's on the yeah. podcast. Chase basically just kind of, um, he took the banner that Carrie did and just made it into the podcast one. Chase, Chase and Sumter? No, Chase um, with See You Online. Yeah. Yeah, I know that guy. All right. He's helped kind of get this started and going, I guess. Um, Sarah, I, when Justin did his Diamondback Moth talk, I thought that would be, even though it's a longer thing, I think the monthly talk could be put into a podcast too. Okay. But it's up to you. It's your podcast. But I think that's that would be. I think that'd be good, but Justin forgot to hit record, so we don't have that one. <laughs> Needed Rob there to help us remember that. He's good. Rob, Rob is like on the ball with the recording. I always forget. I wouldn't say that altogether. <laughs> Last time it was up to me, I had cut off like half of Matt Catelli's talk. <laughs> That's probably all right. <laughs> I forgot to hit record um, on our second peach meeting, but it's because it automatically started recording all the other tree fruit meetings this like through CU online. We didn't have to do it. And then the last one, the last peach meeting was set up like differently. Like we had a chat box and we had never had a chat box. And then I noticed like halfway through the first talk that it wasn't recording. So and then it didn't like they didn't send us a link to send out. So that was kind of a mess, but. Got through it. Got through it, it's okay. 
we just did a by request only since it's a little more time to put it together, but it worked out. Um, Do you want to try to shoot by the end of the week to get this pushed out? That way, maybe on Monday we could push it out with the grower uh, report. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Deal. Thank y'all. I'm going to jump on this other thingy. All right. Adios. Rob, I just saw your email. Sorry, but I'm glad you got on. No problem, sir. Thank you.